ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. And we know what time it is. It's testimony time. Yeah, it's testimony time. And tonight, this testimony will give hope to somebody and will encourage someone to work for the Lord. Amen. It says, my testimony is like this. During the Christmas time, I was on my way to buy materials at the Palace Mall on the Spintex Road. A car crossed me and I ran into it as it was turning. He was riding a motorbike. And he says, the cost of the accident was about 20,000 Ghana cities. And they said they were taking me to the police station immediately. Unfortunately for me, I don't have a, a, a riding license or driving license. Merci. And I didn't have 20,000 to fix the car. But it occurred to me immediately to call my pastor. I said, somebody, you will call your pastor. And as soon as I called my pastor, he spoke to them and they calmed down. So they did not take me to the police station. Wow. My pastor ended up intervening for me and settling the cost for me, which I later on paid. But I like to give this testimony. I like to share this testimony because if it wasn't for the fact that I was a center leader, I would have no pastor to call. Yes. He would have no one to call. And Bishop has always been telling us, do something. Because who would he have called? Hmm. He said, I thank God for Bishop Dak praying for us all the time and saying that when we are involved in an accident, we will not die. I thank Bishop Ogo so much for giving me something to do in the house of God. I thank my heart pastor for coming in for me. I thank the leadership of this house for helping us. And I want to encourage everyone that find something to do in the house of God and it will save you. Oh, somebody put your hands together for that testimony. So if you're not doing anything in the house of God, wahala for you. Amen.
doubts and fear that seem to disappear just because you're so
wouldn't trade you for riches untold. You are, you are my
your hand claps should be far better. You know how it is, those of us who can't sing, we ought to clap the loudest. So if you're singing, when's good, I want to hear your hand clap tonight so that you too you'll be heard in the house. You didn't hold the microphone, but your hand clap can be heard tonight. I can see some people in front. Well, what a blessed time in the house of the Lord it's been tonight. I've enjoyed the music. And the last time I talked about having music, I was asked to put together a concert, so I'm working on it. But it's a blessing. And I wonder how many places in Accra you can hear this kind of good spiritual music on an evening like this. So I want to welcome you once again tonight. And I'm happy to announce to you that the best is yet to come. Hallelujah. The best is yet to come. If you enjoyed the praise and worship, if you enjoyed the music tonight, if you enjoyed the dancing, then I have good news for you because something more than all that is about to come your way. And that is the anointed, fresh, spirit-filled word of God. I'm excited that you're on your feet already because that is a sign of respect. Why don't you add a sign of excitement like clapping your hands, like jumping around and help me welcome to this moment, the Bishop Edwin Morgan O'Gore. Come on, Makanea, let me hear your this evening we thank you for the blessedness of this great privilege to even know you to know you to know you your word says blessed is the man whom you choose and cause to approach unto thee. We consider ourselves blessed tonight. And we ask that tonight have mercy on us and help us to live here with the only hope of our lives. And that is the letter you wrote to us. 
We thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome you to church. And uh, this this is our Sunday. Yes. And um, I've, I've been told that there is love in the air. Yeah. And the best dressed person tonight is Reverend Michael. Yes. <laughs> Reverend Michael, can you stand up and wave? Let him see your, your red trousers and your beautiful shirt. Beautiful. That's the man to watch. <laughs> It's nice. And um, I want to wish all of you a happy Valentine. Since this is our Sunday. And uh, I, I, I don't know what they do, but um, if it is truly about love, then I think that we should all understand First Corinthians 13. And uh, know what real love is. And um, I think one of the nice ways beloveds should relate, even in this modern or postmodern world, is to write letters. Uh, If you have a beloved, you have to write letters. There's a song, Did You Read My Letter? Do we, do we have it here? Is David with me? Yes, find it for me. You know, you, 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 need, to, you need to write to your bit, even though we are texting ourselves every day. But I think that, I mean, to a certain degree, when your beloved reads a letter from you, it's a very nice, so I want to encourage all of you, you know, like birthdays, and other such times, look for some six A4 sheets. Have I said something wrong? When you write a letter, use what? One, one A4. Oh. Look for six A4 sheets, front and back. And just sit down and pour your heart. Yes. I mean, these days with these phones, when your phone crashes, all the things, unless you get it from the cloud. But I think it's, it's good, you know, to... It's, it's a very powerful way of belabedosing somebody. Yeah. I know somebody who said, I, I, I was talking about letters I wrote to my beloved. And uh, he said he wasn't writing on sheets of paper. He was using exercise books. Yes. He's around. Yes. Yes. I'm not joking. Yeah. He is he's, he's, he's around in, in, the, in the country. Yeah. Exercise book. So it takes one exercise book 
and just write front and back, middle, back, last page. And just So, look, if, you, if I follow you, I won't preach. So, I'm really very happy. I want you to just bow to your neighbor and say you are welcome to church today. And uh, I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a blessing. Today, I'm preaching about quiet time. Yeah quiet time because we also have a love letter from the Lord and that love letter is his word you know it's so sad that technology has taken away the the presence of the Bible in society you don't see it and obviously if you don't see it you also not see its impact on lives. Few people take decisions based on the word of God. If there are 100 Christians, I can tell you, not more than two. Not more than two. One or two will live a daily life based on decisions that are Founded on the word of God, scripture. Almost nobody does that today. We follow our feelings. We follow our heads. We follow our, our stomachs. Stomachs. We follow our eyes. She looks delicious. I got to be love at those heads. We follow our eyes. And there's nothing wrong with looking at something and seeing that it's nice. But there must be a higher law that guides you. I mean, your choices must not be based on your eyes. That's how Lot ended up in Sodom and Gomorrah. He looked. And when he saw green, he felt that green meant glory. He was shocked at what he saw. When you see a man tall with muscles, you may think that tall and muscles means love and romance. He will beat you beer. And also, as you've been smitten, remember that you're not the only girl in town. No. Other girls have also been smitten. So that man, if he also doesn't have the word of God, then he's in town. Yes. And may your beloved not be in town. I said, may your husband not be in town. Yes. You see a man holding khakis and you are falling in love with the, khak- with the khakis. Meanwhile, there are many khakis without cars. <laughs> you see a brother, he sees a girl. Voluminous and voluptuous. I said voluminous and voluptuous. Then that's all. That's all, Mr. Kobe. 
that's all. It's like once and voluminous, voluptuous with velvety violins. Voluminous, voluptuous with velvety violins. Hey, you go and follow. See that after four, five years, everywhere you are, you are biting your nails. Said the hand is shaking. <laughs> yes. Because we are following breasts which have blown up in your face. You see a girl with crispy golden brown skin. You are dying. Say the word of God. Oh. Dr. Fred Price passed away, I think, yesterday, I think. Yeah. He, when he's preaching, he hold the Bible and say, say, this is my Bible. He was the only one doing that. Re- lift your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. It's the word of God to me. I read my Bible every day. Say, it's the word of God. They make confessions based on the Bible. Such men are dying and going. And we are left with iPad bishops and iPad bar- So today, I'm going to teach you, I'm starting, I'm going to take my time. If it takes one month, I'll do it. Yeah, one by one. Because you need to develop the habits. The habits of reading your letter. Can you sing that song? Did you read my letter? Somebody's earring has fallen here. This is a dancing star. What? Clap your hands for her. Wrong. 
cannot find anyone as good as you Girl, you're still the best ever since I met you And I chose you to be my beloved, yeah But I get the feeling, the feeling that you love someone else Did you read my letter? Oh, I wrote it from my heart Oh, do you remember what I told you? Oh, I said I love you There were so many others, but I chose you. But it seems it doesn't mean so much to you. I knew so many girls, but I liked you, girl. Oh, yes, I liked you far more like the others liked you. Did you read my Sometimes you are happy, sometimes you look so sad, girl I don't know what to say to make you a little happy It seems my words have fallen to the ground, yeah You think I don't really love you, but I told you oh, I said I love you oh, perfect love cast away fear you cannot love me and be so afraid of me how can we be happy when we have so much fear what are you thinking? You think that I'll run away from you, girl? Did you read my letter? Whoa. I wrote it from my heart. Yeah. Do you remember what I told you? Yeah. I said I love you. Perfect love 
cast out all these Why are you checking on my life To see who I've been talking to You got to trust me And believe what I told you girl Read my letter again See how much I love you girl Did you read my letter Letter. I wrote it from my heart, yeah. Do you remember what I told you, yeah? Hallelujah. I said I love Clap you. Clap your hands, oh. Sister Mary. You know, that is how a relationship, if you are beloved, dozing somebody, you must write. And when somebody writes to you, you must read it. It's not nice that someone will write an exercise book. A letter, I mean like all the pages have got matter. And then when you get it, you just look at it like that and you know, fine. You know, so you, you, must, you must also learn that when somebody writes to you, you must read it. There are people who are on WhatsApp groups who don't read messages, but they say, well noted. And you are taking your well notedness into a relationship. You are going to spoil it. Oh, yes. I mean, let's, let's even leave letters. And now let's talk about just text messages, whatsapps. I mean, somebody writes a whatsapp of about 100 words. What is the minimum? Then, then just give the person thumbs up. No, there, there is no reciprocity. So what you are doing is that you are, you are redirecting the person to the next one who will reciprocate. Yes. Because if I write hundred words and you give me thumbs up or uh, 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 noted. Oh, oh, what a nice message. You are making a fool of me. Yeah. I mean, you think of it. How will you feel? How will you, let's, let's just get real. How will you feel? You write hundred words and the person just says to you that, um, I hear you. I hear you. That one is, it's, it's, I hear you. I hear. No, not even you. You know, it, it is a killer. So it's very important, you see, in relationships, the life, the life of a relationship, it's the communication. That's the life. If there is no communication, there is no life. Soon, in some, a couple of weeks, God willing, I'm going to talk about prayer. Yes. But today, I'm talking about the daily reading of God's letter to you. If you are a Christian, 
and you have responded to God's love, then there is letter writing in the relationship. And I'm teaching you, your marriage, your relationship. I mean, when we were packing our things from somewhere, we're moving and so on. And my wife gathered the letters I had written to her. She got one pillowcase, one, one pillowcase full. The, the letters filled a pillowcase. Obviously, there must be something between us. We are not just, I hear you, uh, whatever. When she writes to me, eight sheets of paper. Yes. When I finish my quiet time, then I take it. I mean, so when I step out, I feel good. After quiet time, it's love time. And for you and God, your quiet time is your love time. Clap your hands for Jesus. You know, so ladies and gentlemen, every day, every day, if you are a Christian, where's my Bible? If you are a Christian, you should read your Bible every day. This is God's letter. And it must be your habit. I'm just introducing it today. Let me close and go. But I'm about to take you on a journey. Yes. A very personal journey that will, that will establish the most important habit of your life. Everything. Everything you will ever get from God will be from your quiet time. Because let's get real. Where is God? Show me which taxi rank I can go for a taxi to to visit God's house. I mean, let's get it real. Where is God? Is he in East Legon? Show me. Where is the address? If you will ever know God, how will you know God? You see, I've shocked you. How will you know God? I mean, there are many people, you can know them without reading anything. He's the, this is the man. If I want to know Pastor Lester, this is the man. If he's not sitting here, he's at home. I know where his house is. I, if I go there, I will meet him. If I want to see Lady Pastor Sandra in a red dress, this is the woman. If she's not here, I don't know where she's saying now, but if if I get the location, I will go there. So now, let's forget about Pastor Lester and L.P. Sander. Now, where is God sitting in the service? Ashes, where are the ashes? Where is God? Do we have ashes? Sir, where is God sitting? I know this is Pastor Lester. Where is God sitting? Where? What is this? I, I can't hear you. He's around. Around where? I want to talk to God. I want to know him. I want to know Pastor Lester. This is the man. I talk to him. Where can I find God? Where is God? Where is Jesus? I was in Israel. The only 
vestige of his existence was where he was born and where he was buried. When I went into the tomb, I didn't see anything there. I was there myself. He's not there. How do you know Jesus? How, I mean, how can you say that you know Jesus? How can you say you know God so much that you know God's mind? That God is guiding you. God is leading you. How, do, how does God lead you every day? How? If you put this book aside, for every day you do not read this book, you are diminishing the reality of God in your life. Every day without this word, makes God less and less and less till he is zero. Our former president, His Excellency, Jerry John Rollins, he died some time ago. He was buried some time ago. But if I want to know him, and I was born, let's say, 10 years ago, I want to know who is this man Ghana is so excited about? Who is he? I can go and watch some videos. I saw a recent video of him. He was driving, he went to a traffic light, everybody was around the car. There are videos of him carrying cocoa. Can you show me which video? Where are the videos of God? I can go. Where, where on YouTube? In YouTube, can I go and see God's videos? There is no God outside this book. My sister watching from Namibia. There is no God. So the more of this book you read, the more of God. You experience in your life. And what is your life without God? What life do you have without God? <laughs> you are a girl. You've gone to wear a wig, you are looking for a man. How will God guide you if this is not the book you read? <laughs> How will God guide you? So I'm starting today to talk about seven ways to have an effective everyday reading your Bible life. Quiet time is daily. Daily. Your relationship, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua chapter 1 and verse number 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. If it's an iPad, you can say this iPad of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Not once a week. 
Hello, hello. How many of you want to be Christians? You want to know God. You want to walk with God. You want to be a child of God. This is it. Listen to me. There is nothing beyond this one. Anything beyond this will lead you into darkness and deceptions. If you are a Christian, you must learn, those of you online, if you are a Christian, learn to read your Bible yourself. Yes, I cannot read my Bible for you. The same way you have to eat your lunch yourself to benefit from that lunch. I can't eat your lunch for you. This book, this book of God's law should not depart from your mouth. And I think, was it last week I taught, was was it here? I taught you why that phrase Depart out of thy mouth. What has it got to do with reading your Bible? Depart out of thy mouth. Said so this book should not depart out of your mouth because those days that is how they read books. Books were not read, reading was not done in the quiet, reading was not done in the head, reading was done how today Muslims read their. Quran, which is a far superior way of reading than being quiet, pretending to read, and meanwhile you are you are dreaming about your beloved. So when you read something like "shall not depart out of thy mouth," it's about reading. Don't interpret it in any way. It is about reading. They read aloud. Their reading was not silent library, Ghana library board reading. So you see in is it Acts 8, when Philip went to Gaza and he met, is it in Acts 8, he met the Ethiopian eunuch. He was reading Isaiah aloud. And he heard him. Show that text. He heard him. I need to teach you. Acts chapter 8, verse 27, 28. Verse 27 says, he arose and went. And behold, the man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority on the Candace queen of Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot and read Isaiah the prophet. If you read the living Bible, the living Bible, I don't know if you have the living Bible, or if you don't have the living Bible, I can help you with something more tolerable. New living translation. 
And he was now returning, seated in his carriage, and was reading aloud. You see, you see, you see right here, right here. I, I want to show you something I'm going to come to maybe later, 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 as we say in, in Accra. Later, later. You see that? I've read this verse in about three translations. my first encounter with this verse was from the King James Bible and look at the King James look at the King James KJV was returning and sitting in his chariot and read Isaiah the prophet now if you are using only King James you won't know how the man was reading because we see here he read Isaiah. That is Isaiah the prophet. So you, you, you just finished reading it. He, he has read Isaiah. So you, your, your understanding of reading is that the man was sitting quietly in his chariot or in his carriage reading Isaiah. Is it there? Yes, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. But if you, if you make a foray into other translations like we saw in the living bible or the new living translation you see that it gives a proper sense that he was not just reading he was reading aloud so if you really want to read god's letter you must have other ways of interpreting the same text by reading from other translations in any case the King James English is too strong for someone like you. You've not even passed your English wasi. And those of you who pass, you barely pass. And those of you who had one in English was an apostious one. If you say you had one in English and I had four in English, I am far higher your one. It's a useless one. So, I mean, I'll come to this, but since we are all one family, let's remember what has just happened here. That you've seen, you've seen that different translations have given you I mean, a better understanding that he was reading aloud, which if you link it to Joshua 1.8, you understand it, that it's this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. It's not this book. It's not like go and preach this book day and night. No. Reading is reading aloud. So, 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 so I just read Joshua 1.8 to let you understand that your relationship with this book of the law is not weekly. This book of the law shall not depart out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. What's the New Living Translation saying of the same verse? Of uh, Joshua 1.8. You must enjoy the Bible. Enjoy. Let's, let's enjoy scripture. Study this book of the law continually. You see? Do you see? Meditate on it day and night. There's nothing like preach it. So when you see, I remember I was one day in Legon. 
I was passing by Legon Hall and a brother, a medical student, was reading, was leading, maybe I should just wait and share. He was leading a prayer meeting and he read the scripture that the Bible says, quit you like men. Quit. K-U-I-T. King James. I'm saying that your English weren't good at the time you were reading King James. I couldn't believe my ears. He said, he was telling them, even if you want to quit as a Christian, you must quit properly. I heard it myself. Legon Hall. Legon Hall Chapel. Medical student. A year behind me. I'm not telling you a story. Quit you like me. So, 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 but we'll come there because we are, we are now into the Bible. Yes. So, the first point I am making is from the, from the topic that quiet time is daily. Meditate on it day and night. So, you will be sure to obey everything. There's no preaching here. Read it day and night. So if we're a Christian, I don't care. I really don't care. I really don't care who you are. How much money you have. What your degree is. I don't care how poor you are. How uneducated you are. I don't care where you, who, who, who born you or who didn't born you. And I want you to understand that there is no God without the word of God. You better arrange your life. If you really intend to work with God, then better, I said, arrange your life. Arrange your life in such a way that you interact with the word of God on a daily basis. And if it will take me one year to preach this chapter, I'll do it for you. Read your Bible every day. And how do you do it? Number one, the first step, we are doing seven steps. Today we are are doing one. Pray to begin your quiet time. Pray to begin your daily reading of the Bible. Pray. (laughs) If you don't pray, then you are doing Bible knowledge. If you don't pray, then you are doing religious studies. The the, the whole Bible has become an academic exercise. But we don't read the Bible for an academic exercise. We read the Bible to be guided by the Spirit of God. I don't need no religious knowledge or Bible knowledge. I need guidance. Why do I need guidance? Why should someone like me need guidance? My sister, why should someone like you need guidance? The reason is that 
The reason is in Isaiah chapter 60. Read it. Verse 1. Is it difficult to get Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1? King James Bible. Arise. Shine. Your light has come. We'll come back to this. But the verse is verse 2. Verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Are you, are you alive? I'm closing now. Today we just came to be happy in the house of God. It's Valentine. It's Valentine. Darkness shall cover the earth. Listen. This is a Bible. It's not somebody's prophecy or somebody's story. Darkness covers the earth. And then apart from the darkness that has covered the earth, gross darkness covers the people. There is darkness in the, on the earth. And then the people that are living on the earth in the world, they, if I, their darkness is even worse than the darkness that you see around. And the people being described include you. It's not some weed smokers or some fornicators. Darkness. Pagula bagazataba. That is the reason, the reason why we must read the Bible for, 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 for the Spirit's guidance is that there is darkness. If this room becomes dark, you can't find your way. If I'm standing here and I'm looking for my wife and the room is dark, I may easily go and take somebody as my wife and start doing things I shouldn't do. If this room is dark and you want to walk out of here, you may easily hurt yourself. When there is darkness, you don't need food. When there is darkness, you don't need money. When there is darkness, you don't need exercise. When there is darkness, you need lights. You need lights. Hush. You need lights. That is why. You can't use yesterday's quiet time for today's life. Every day, yeah, when you go home tonight, will you say that there was light in your room last night? So tonight you won't, you won't saw the light. Yeah. 
If Electricity Corporation of Ghana says that, shut up. Last week there was light. Last Sunday there was light. Last Monday there was light. So if today and for some few days there's no light, use Sunday's light for today. Will you do it? Don't you think that you need today's light for today's life? Master the question in English. Don't you think you need today's light for today's life? Will you be happy if our president came on tonight and said, fellow Ghanaians, you've had light for one week, so tonight, use last week's light. Oh, the whole of Ghana is going to be in, the, in darkness, so use last week's light to look for your underwear today. If that is not the case, then why do you want to use yet? Some of you, the, 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 the Bible you are reading today is the first time you are reading the Bible. Since last week, you read it on the screen. Obviously, you'll be in the dark. Obviously, you will not find your way. Obviously, you will know your way. Obviously, you will hurt yourself. Obviously, you will be lost. Obviously, you will enjoy life. Obviously, you won't find what you are looking for. Obviously, you will not enjoy what God gives you. You need light to even eat. Today's light for today's life. I said today's light for today's life. Gross darkness. Shall cover the earth. Gross darkness, the people. But the Lord shall arise. And how will the Lord arise? Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word, thy word, Lagaduma Sunna, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Can you imagine you're walking in the dark and you're there? A phone with light. So you won't turn it on because yesterday you used it. And yesterday's light should mysteriously appear now. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light. So without this word, you are joining the unbelievers who are in the dark. That's why we pray. The reason why we pray is that without prayer, this book is not different from a geography textbook. Without prayer, this book is not different from Shakespeare. Without prayer, if you don't approach this, this book it's not different from your econ's textbook. Because remember, people use book as a textbook, use this book as a textbook. They use it for exams. Because this book has two parts: the letter and the spirit. You and I. The light we are you we need for our life doesn't come from a, a, an, an, an intellectual address you give to this book. 
when you go to this book, your prayer should be Psalm 119 verse 18. Psalm 119 verse 18. Open thou mine eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your law. Say open my eyes. Say open my eyes Lord. So that I can see wonderful things. Today, we are ending here. Yes. We just came to do. God will in next week. He will be in town. He will be in town. We've learned today. If you joke with this Bible, you will be in darkness. When it's time for you to marry as a man and you don't have this book, you will marry another man. When you put away this Bible, you make a fool of yourself. This book is read every day because you need today's light for today's life. Stand to your feet. Close your eyes. If you are here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord your personal savior. You don't know him. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want Jesus to come into my life. I want to be born again today. I want to be born again today. Pastor, I want to be born again today. I want to know Jesus. I want to be born again today. If you are here, you want to be born again today. I don't know where you are and who you are. You want to be born again today. You want to know Jesus. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you want to receive Christ, just lift your hand above your head. I want to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, pastor, pray for me. I would want to know Jesus. Pastor, pray for me. I want to, I want to walk with Jesus. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you right now. Yes, lift it high. I need Jesus, pastor. I'm not a thief. I'm not a drunkard. I'm not any, th- but I just need Jesus. If I'm to die right now, I'm going down and down to hell. Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand. I want, I'm going to pray for you. Pastor, pray, lift your hand high. I see you, my sister. God bless you. I see you, young man. God bless you. If your hand is lifted, I want you to come to me right now. Come to me here now. Yes. Come. Clap your hands for them. Everybody, clap your hands for them. Come, my dear. Come. Come here. Yes. Come here. Keep clapping your hands for them. You want to come to Jesus? Come. Yes. 
lift up your hand and say the prayer I'm about to pray. Repeat it after me. But say it as though it were yours. Lift your hands. Your two hands. Everyone in the hall. And say, Heavenly Father, today, I recognize you as my Father. I realize I have gone far from you. Far from you. Today, I return to you. I am dirty. I've done many bad things. My soul is dirty. My life is twisted. Please wash my sins. Wash me. Make me clean. Make me clean. Make me pure. Today, I declare that I have met God. I have met Jesus. And Jesus is the Lord of my life. Jesus is my master. Jesus is my Lord. I am now born again. I'm now born again. I'm a child of God. I will walk with him. I will grow in him. I will serve him. I will live for him. All the days of my life. Thank you for the sweet salvation. In Jesus name. Amen. You're not born again. But there is a few things to do. In fact, the Bible says in the book of Colossians that as you have received him, now walk in him. But you are a baby. So how do you walk? Somebody has to help you. So I've brought you a pastor. Can you see him there? That handsome man waving his hand. He's going with a team to help you. They will teach you. They will visit you. They will pray for you. They will be your friend. Anything you need, any question, anything about your spiritual life, they will help you with God's guidance. Amen. What's your name, my dear? Ashley. Ashley. What a beautiful name. Ashley. Wow. From where? Where do you live? No, where do you... Where did you come from to church tonight? Where do you stay? Oh, you don't know the area. You are, you are new. But you speak good English. Very nice. You are new in Accra. You see the pastor there? Let's all go to him. Clap your hands. You want to have our communion? Take out if you brought your communion. You want to come to the Lord's table. Lift your bread. 
say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. This is the bread of life. This is the bread of life. Today, Today as, I eat it, as I eat it, I commit my life, I commit my life to the word. Which is the living bread. I will eat the word of God every day. Oh, I can't hear. Say, I will eat the word of God every day. As I eat this today, it's making way for the word of God to enter me every day. This is the body of Christ. This represents the word of God. And I will take it in every day. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood, yeah, I will pass over you. Oh, when I see the blood. Take your cup. Ah, what a beautiful blessing. Day and night. You know, I ate communion this morning. I'm happy to have it again tonight. I would have loved to have one tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, to remind me that I'm walking with Jesus. Say the blood of Jesus. You say it's a part of my life. Always a part of my life. The blood of Christ. For life. Say there's life in the blood. There is power in the blood. The blood of Christ. Lift your hands and let me pray for you. Father, I pray for everyone tonight. I ask that your hand will rest on us. We thank you for desires. Strong desires for your word. Strong desires to be guided. May we never live a day without this light. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. You may be seated.